liar. He's a liar. Can we sing that part about he split the sea so I could walk right through it? God has a way. It's news I've heard all my life as I'm a child of God, right? And if the devil tells you anything besides that, he's a liar. He's a liar. Anything besides you're a child of God. The most high God is a lie, right? All the kids can be dismissed to go to their classes. God is amazing. This week I was over here praying in my office and I was praying that God would give me a message. And I had something in my mind that I thought he was going to have me preach about, right? You ever do that? Have something in your mind the way you think it's going to be? And I, I turned around, I walked in and said, well, maybe I'm going to go in the church and pray for a while. I'm just going to go in there and talk to God. Sometimes I just walk around and talk to God. And I came back and about where Sister Tanya was at, as soon as I came into this room, he said, prepare the soil. The Spirit spoke to me and just said that, prepare the soil. Prepare the soil. And I said, all right, God, if you want us to prepare the soil, then that must mean something. That means that you want to you wanna bring us somewhere. You want to bring us into more. Because when you prepare the soil, there's always a harvest, right? You have to prepare the soil before the harvest. So I, 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 he spoke to me, prepare the soil. So my mind went immediately then, or I went immediately then to the parable of the sower. Naturally, that, that lines up with it. So we're going we're gonna to read those scriptures today. We're going to read in Mark 4, 3 through 9. And John 15 and, and, and Matthew 13, the whole chapter is there. I'm just going to reference those today. But we're going to read the top three top three verses there. So he, Jesus, this is Jesus speaking. If you have it, if you have a red letter edition to your Bible, he's, it's written in red because this is Jesus speaking. He says, behold, listen up, pay attention here. I want you to get this. That's what he's saying here when he says, listen, behold. You, have you noticed this before that in verse nine, when he ends this statement that he's making here, he says, he who has an ear, let him hear. So he starts off saying, listen, pay attention. Behold, I have something I want you to get right here. And then at the end, he says, and to him who has an ear, let him hear. You think he doesn't want us to know what's in the middle of this? Right. He puts a bracket around it and says, listen to this. Pay attention to this. I want you to get this right here. Right. He starts and finishes with listen. So a sower went out to sow. Verse four says, and and it happened as he sowed that some seed fell by the wayside and the birds of the air came in and devoured it. Some fell on stony ground where it did not have much earth, and immediately it sprang up because it had no depth of earth. But when some, or, but when the sun was up in, or when the sun was up, it scorched, and because it had no root, it withered away. And seven says, and some seed fell among the thorns, and the thorns grew up and choked it, and yielded no crop. Now pay attention to that one there, the thorns, because this is where. I think us as Christians deal with a lot of time is the thorns, right? We're going to learn more about it later. So uh, it yielded no crop, or that word crop in the King James, if you read that, if you have a King James, it uses the word fruit. If you go back to the concordance, it's talking about fruit. So when, it, when, it's, when the seed's scattered amongst the weeds or the thorns, it yields no fruit, right? <clears throat> but other seed fell on good ground and yielded a crop that sprang up, increased, and produced some 30 some 60 and some a hundredfold. And he said to them, he who has an ear, let him hear, right? Can you imagine producing a hundred times the fruit of the seed you had? Think about that. A hundredfold. My God is a God of multiplication. It's kind of like putting one kernel of corn in the ground and you get multiple ears of corn, right? A hundredfold, right? So the parable explains. Jesus goes on later on and he explains the parable. And it's in Mark 14, 14 through 20. It says, the sower 
sows the word. So the word is the seed, right? Notice that the seed is the same in every instance here. Every example he gives us, it's the same seed. In that day, they would go out and a man would have a bag of seed. They didn't have big fancy uh, uh, planters and, and, and uh, the thing that tears the ground up and all that stuff. They didn't have all those things. They didn't have all the machinery. So if he was a rich man, he might have a donkey with, with, a, with bags of seed on it, but he was out there spreading them by hand. So he was out there throwing the seed out. So some of the seed would have fell places that wouldn't have grown. Some of the seed would have fell, fell on rocky, and some might have went over into the weeds out of the part where he had prepared for this thing, right? So he's throwing seed out. You get this picture. He's just throwing the seed, and the word is the seed. So we're just throwing seed out everywhere, right? We're getting the word. We're getting it in us. We're, getting, we're, we're throwing it out to other people. And, and these are the ones by the wayside. The, the wayside in this example is unproductive ground. Ground that might be stony, it might be rocky, it might be, it went up on the sidewalk, right? It's unproductive. Life transformation and spiritual growth depend on how much we respond to the word. We all hear the word, we get the word, we read the word. How many of you have umpteen Bibles? You have multiple Bibles. But we got to respond to the word. We got to do the word. That's where our spiritual growth and that's where, that's where our, our, our life trans transforming power comes from is doing the word. If you haven't noticed that your life is not changing, or if you have noticed that your life is not changing a lot in a little while, check the doing of the word, right? Check the soil. So where the word is sown, oh, let me start. And these are the ones by the wayside where the word is sown. When they hear, Satan comes immediately and takes away the word that is, that is sown in their hearts. 16, these likewise are the ones sown on stony ground who, when they hear the word, immediately receive it with gladness. And they have no root in themselves, and so they endure for a time. Afterward, when tribulation or persecution arises for the word's sake, immediately they stumble, right? So we've, we've all seen people that come into the church, they hear the word, they believe the word, they're excited when they go out. Lord, pastor, how can I help? What can I do in the church? And then we don't see them again. We've all seen that, right? These people actually come in, they, they actually begin a relationship. They actually come in and ask for forgiveness, right? But for one reason or another, they don't grow. So then they fall away, right? Their attention turns from God to something else. They turn away from God for something else, right? And sometimes we might do this on a smaller scale. <clears throat> 18 says, now these are the ones sown among the thorns. Pay close attention here, church. These are the ones sown among the thorns. They are the ones who hear the word and the cares of the world and deceitful of riches and the deceitfulness of riches and the desires for other things enter in and choke the word. Right? Say, so that's not happening to me, preacher. But what do we get in front of the word of God? We say all the time, well, life happens, but that's just an excuse. Because we allow things to get between us and the word of God, right? Yeah. And it becomes unfruitful. It becomes unfruitful, the Bible says. But these are the ones on good ground. These who hear the word, accept it, and bear fruit. Some 30, some 60, and some 100 fold, right? So we have to take the word. We have to receive the word. It has to be planted in the good soil, right? So you notice that, 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 that there's four different kinds of soil here. The ones that went by the wayside are the ones who are, who are unproductive, totally unproductive, right? You have the stony ground. I, I picture this as if you have a big rock under the ground and there's just a little bit of dirt over it. 
right? The seed comes up, but it can't take a root through the rock underneath of it. We live in Ray and Clay County. That's around here, right? So we got a lot of clay. We got a lot of rock. We got a lot of bad soil. So y'all know what I'm talking about a little bit, right? So when you only have an inch or two of dirt over the top of a big rock, when the sun comes out, it dries it up and it scorches it because it can't put those deep tap roots down into the lower, into the lower dirt that has, holds the moisture for longer. Does that make sense? This, this is a picture of many people, right? Then you have the thorns. That's a lot of the church today, I believe. I'm not, I'm not trying to say this to speak down to you. This is where God was dealing with me this week. We say that life happens. We get so involved with anything and everything. Our, our, our jobs, projects, uh, things, you know, a, a swimming pool. Whatever it is that takes our time away from God. Does that make sense? Yeah. Y'all are being awful quiet today. I'm either born or I'm right where I need to be at. Right? So you have the thorns and then you have the good soil. You notice that only one type of soil produced fruit? There was four. We all fit into one of the four categories. And if we're sitting here today, we're either good fruit or we're thorny fruit, right? Or, we're, or, we're, or it's undecided yet. All the seeds are the same. All the seed works, right? The same seed that fell on the unproductive ground fell on the good soil. The seed always works. The, the seed's infallible. It works 100% of the time if we'll work it, right? Don't you think it's ironic that we're made out of dirt? He's talking about soil, and he made us out of the dirt. Don't think too highly of yourself today, right? You might put on your big fake eyelashes. You might get your makeup all on, your hair extensions, and whatever it is that you do to look good. I shave my head. Whatever it is that you do to look good, but you're still just dirt, we're still just dirt. And he's talking to us in a parable here that we can understand it, right? It's ironic that we're made out of dirt to me, I think it is. If God's word is not working in your life, if you're not producing fruit, check the soil. Check the soil today. Maybe you've produced fruit before, but maybe it's been a little bit. Maybe you could produce more fruit, right? He, talks, he teaches many parables about producing fruit. He talks about a vine. We're going to get that in here a little bit. He talks about many things, right? Three out of the four soils... Did not produce fruit, though. There's only one that does, right? Only one that produces fruit. Matthew 7, 21 through 33, Jesus says that they asked Jesus, will everyone who, who goes to church, basically they said, will everyone who comes to you, will they all enter the kingdom of heaven? And he says, not everyone who says to me, Jesus speaking, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father in heaven. Then he uses the word many. Many means much, many, or large, wouldn't you think that'd be about three quarters? Three out of four don't work. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name? You see, they thought they had a relationship. They sat right there in the church. He's talking about the thorns right now. They sat right there in the church. Have we not prophesied in your name, cast out demons in your name, and done many wonders in your name? And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. You see, they got busy with other things. They started out right. They were part of the church. They knew Jesus' name. They called themselves Christians. They threw that name around, Right? They cast out demons. They, they, they did many mighty works in his name. But he said, I never knew you. You got busy with the thorns. Our relationship went south. I'm paraphrasing here, but that's basically what he was saying, isn't it? I never knew you. Many. Check the soil. 
Check the soul today. God gave me that right there. Prepare the soul. Prepare the soul. He, I'm not getting on anybody today. He wants us to check ourselves. He wants us to look and see where we're missing it at, where, where, where we've gone astray, and get it straightened out, right? All of the seed is good. The only difference is the soul. You're getting the same word as the person next to you, as I'm getting, as, as the person across the aisle is getting from you. We're all getting the same word. We're all getting the same seed, right? In John chapter 15, he says that he cuts off every branch that doesn't produce fruit. Every branch that doesn't produce. And he prunes the branches to produce more. So if you're producing fruit, he wants us to prune out some more things. Yeah. Amen? You got to allow him to do it. You got to want him to do it. He's not going to come in and take things out of your life if you don't, don't want to let go of them. He gave you a free will too. Yeah. Right? You can be part of that many. Right? Or you can be part of the few. Getting our soul to be good is a lifelong process. We've got to continue to allow him to change things about us. Amen? God is interested in fruit, then, wouldn't you say? All these parables about fruit, I think he's interested in fruit. Weeds don't produce fruit. They don't. You can, you can go out here and do nothing with the soil, and weeds will grow up and dandelions and all kinds of stuff. It'll get big. Some of it will have flowers on it, even be pretty. It'll look nice, but you sure can't eat it. Right? We don't eat weeds. There's no nourishment in it for us, right? Even uh, uh, livestock won't even eat weeds. In Matthew 13 is the parable of the tares. He says, what happens if I put out good seed? But then my neighbor comes along or the enemy comes along and throws in tares, throws in weed seeds, right? What happens then? Should we cut down all the good fruit? What did he say? He said, let it all grow up together. Then we'll separate it when we sift it. We'll sift it out, separate it, and we'll burn the tares. I'm talking about weeds not producing fruit. Weeds don't produce fruit, not good fruit. We, if you're allowing weeds to grow in your, in, in your soul, it will produce some things in your life, but it's not going to be fruit that God recognizes, right? To prepare the soil, you have to pull some weeds. That's what I'm getting at here. Sometimes it hurts a little bit. You got to turn some things over, right? When I'm planting a garden, I want to till the garden up and then let it set a few days. So everything that turned under the dirt dies. And then I'd like to come back and till it up again. So you get it all broken up real good. And the things that, that, that were sticking up the last time, they get turned over. And then everything's dead. And you're starting over with good, fresh, black dirt that's all crumbled up. And it's good dirt. You get what I'm saying? Sometimes we got to turn some things over in our lives. Sometimes it hurts a little bit. Right? we got to give some things up that we're not used to giving up. Change the, way the, change the way things have been. Because when you first till that garden up, it's just been a patch of grass or weeds or whatever it's been. It's got to start looking different. We've got to change the way things have been in our life. If we want to grow, right? If we want to prepare the soil, right? For whatever God's got coming to us. I believe he gives the preacher messages for the church. And if he's told the preacher to prepare the soil, there's something coming. There's something to that. It's not, it's, it's not just for fun and games. There's something to that, right? We want to see God move in our presence. We want to be blessed. We want to see growth, both spiritually and numerically. We want to see all these things. Prepare the soul. Make sure your heart's right. Make sure you're living right. If you think you're doing good, ask him if you're doing good. He'll tell you for sure. He'll surely tell you. It might not feel too good, but we always have to remember he's right. And I'm trying to conform to what's right. Because I love him, right? 
God gave us tools. We have to put them to work. He gives us tools. We've got to be doers of the word. He gives us the tools, right? But what are we doing with the tools? We can have a whole barn full of tools. We can have a whole barn full of tractors and equipment. But if we don't do something with those things, we just grow weeds. You can have all the tools you want to have, the fanciest equipment you, th- th- that man is known to man. But if you don't do something with them, you just grow weeds. That's it. We're living in the thorns, right? We don't produce fruit if we don't do something with the tools that God's given us. Prepare the soil. If God's telling us to prepare the soil, sisters and there's going to be a harvest. There's going to be something come out of this. Our faith's going to grow. God doesn't tell us things for no reason. If he says prepare the soil, my dad used to tell me, if I tell you an ant can pull a, pull a bale of hay, hook it up. If God tells us to prepare the soil, you better get out your garden hoe. You better get out the tiller, the tractor, whatever it is that you got in your arsenal. Get it out and begin to cultivate yourself. Lord, what do you want me to change? Where do you want me to look different at, Dad? Maybe it's, this brought me back to, I used to get up 30 minutes early, even though I'd have to get up at 4 or 4.30 or something anyway to get to work. And that's a dreadful time of morning to get up for me. But I'd get up 30 minutes early, and we have this stoop under our front porch. It's, it's, it's four concrete walls with a door in it and a concrete ceiling and a concrete floor. And I put this little, the desk that's back there in that room, actually, when I got an office here, I put my desk, brought my desk to the church and put it back there for the back office. That desk used to be in there. And there's a carpet that's down in the children's church now that was on the floor. And I'd go down there and look, and you don't, your mind can't wonder much when you're sitting in a concrete box. And I'd see the little honeycomb marks in the concrete, you know, the little air bubbles and stuff. And you'd look at those things and, and just sit there and pray to God and spend time with it 30 minutes before. That's not such a big deal, you wouldn't think. But I was cultivating the soul. Maybe God wants us just to get up and spend more time with him. Give him our first fruits, whatever that takes. It was a sacrifice, sure, to get up 30 minutes early. But when God says, get ready the soul, if we want to see the harvest, it's going to take a sacrifice. A farmer has to sacrifice when he, he works on his equipment all winter long and, and, and things to get those things ready, right? A farmer has to make a sacrifice. But without that sacrifice, there is no harvest. There's only weeds. We're busy hearing the word. We know the word. Many of us do. We, we, we have scriptures memorized. Now it's time to apply them. Right? Where's your heart today? Where's your heart been? God checked me with this first, so I know it's going to fit a lot of us. I think we're all pretty much the same. And I get so busy, and, you know, and, and so many people would say, Well, Pastor, life happens. Jesus in this parable called that thorns. He called that thorns when life just happens. He said they get busy with the cares of this world. They get busy with riches. They get busy with things. They get busy with stuff or or, or people. I'm paraphrasing there, but you get what I'm saying. We get so busy with everything else around us, and we call it life. Jesus called it thorns. It's time to turn that stuff over. Whatever it takes that we have to sacrifice for him, right? I told you this already. I'm not condemning anybody. I'm putting a call out to get it corrected because it's what God gave me this week. It's what he gave me. I I had to get it corrected in my life. I had to repent of some things. Put some things aside even maybe. I'm going to have to start getting up that early again. Putting my time in, right? 
We all want to see the harvest. You got to put in the work. You got to prepare the soil. God wants to give an increase. Do you want his increase? I'd love to have his increase. I I want to mature spiritually. I believe that that's the key to the church. Growth to the growing the kingdom of heaven is for the church to grow spiritually. We grow spiritually. God's not going to give us what we can't handle. Right? right? We need to grow spiritually first, right? Some plant, some water. The seed's all the same, right? But the increase is from God. Are we expecting an increase from God? Could we just come to the altars, pray, pray at your chair, however you want to do it this morning? Is Jocelyn in here? Will you turn on a song, babe? The seed's all the same. Ask God to check your heart this morning. Could we do that? Prepare the soil. Be willing when you come to ask him to, to, to check your heart. Be willing for him to check your heart. Be willing to do whatever it is that it takes, right? We want to see the increase. We want to see the harvest. The harvest is bountiful, 30, 60, or 100 folds. You think those things are dependent on how, much, how many weeds you get out? How many stones you turn over? How much ground you tear up? How many sacrifices you make? Maybe how early you get up in the morning to make those sacrifices? I don't know of any farmers that get up around noon. I don't. I've never heard of one. They all get up early. They make sacrifices because they want to see that harvest. Could we all pray now? Let's take a few minutes.